The following excerpt contains violent sexual descriptions of violence and strong language, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Individual discretion is strongly advised. What if I take this knife and stab it right through your face? I said, we like that. So he like, he's scared now when he see this knife. You know what I'm saying? They uh, had a knife to my eye and one in my throat right here, my jiggler. And I'm talking, I can just feel him, you know, sticking in. It's like, if they put any pressure on him, it's going to cut me wide open, you know? I go to f***ing him. You know what I'm saying? Slowly at first, you know what I'm saying? And try to loosen him up. And it was tight. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he was a, definitely a virgin. He's groaning and... You know what I'm saying? Moaning and then and, and, and telling me how it hurts. So, you know, I, I bag out a little bit. At this time, uh, my dog, he at, the, he at the door. You know what I'm saying? He's standing in front of the cell. So he's like, man, come on, man. Goddamn. You know, hurry up, man. Let me, I want to get straight, too. I said, well, come on. I get up off of him with different guys. I mean, just, just tossing that up. You know what I'm saying? They near. It was just something that happened in the penitentiary that I left in the penitentiary. I mean, even the girl I got now, I mean, she's a fucking fuck. I can't, I mean, I can't lose her about some humbug shit. I mean, if I can keep it for my family for, I've done four and a half years, and then now I'm out six months, and they still don't know, have any idea, I don't think it'll be a problem. And they ask me questions all the time. How What you just heard was an excerpt from a video series. I want to say it was on HBO or YouTube. I'm not sure which one called Turn Out in Prison. And I just want y'all to know this is the reality that exists in the penitentiary system. And as someone who did time, served in prison, I want you to understand, and I say this with all sincerity, and I say this with humbleness in my heart. The only reason that I was able to make it through a nine-year prison sentence, I want you to understand, I did my entire sentence day for day. 3,268 days total. Hard time. And what you just heard is just one of the things that goes on in the prison system. This is one of the things that these rappers don't tell you about. This is one of them things your homeboys don't tell you about. This is one of the things that you don't know and these movies don't tell you. The only reason why that didn't happen to me was not because I'm some tough dude that can fight every day. It's not because I started doing the things they did. No, the only reason why I didn't get approached by gang members, the only reason why I didn't get approached by booty bandits, the only reason why I didn't get turned out in the prison system, the only reason why I didn't become a snitch, the only reason why I didn't end up dead in the prison system was only by the grace of God that was on my life. I can look back on it now 10 years later. And I can say without a doubt, a shadow of a doubt in my mind, God had his hand on me. 
And I thought that he hated me, and I thought that he didn't want nothing more to do with me because I figured if God loved me, he wouldn't have let me go through something like that. But the only reason why I could say it with a smile on my face and dignity is because only God kept him kept his hand on me. And he wouldn't let the booty bandits get me. He wouldn't let the gang bangers get me. He wouldn't let the pimps get me. You know, he wouldn't let them get me. It ain't like the, the opportunities weren't there. They were. I was in a dorm with a bunch of hardcore gangbangers. I just want y'all to know that. I was in there with Aryan Brotherhood and KKK. I was in there with Texas Syndicate and Mexican Mafia. I was in there with Bloods and Crips and Gangster Disciples. I was in there with all that stuff. I was in that room with Muslims. Full hardcore atheists. I was in there with all that. And I knew all this and they knew all about me and they knew me. And as I listened to something like this, I just asked, what would have, what would have happened to me if God didn't have his hand on me? What would have happened to me if God took his hand away and let the devil have his way with me? Chances are I probably wouldn't be talking to you about it today. I'd probably be dead or still in jail because I did something horrible. <laughs> Believe me, I done seen gang fights. I done seen six, seven, eight, nine people fighting at one time. You know, I seen just all kind of stuff that human eyes really should not be seeing. And the only reason why I made it through all that and survived all that, and I'm here to tell you this today, not only is it because of the grace of God on my life, but I owe, I consider it a privilege and an obligation to tell my youngsters, especially my black and brown brothers, that's not the future you want. Okay? The hell with what the rappers are saying, the hell with what the songs are saying. They're telling you that you ain't a man unless you done been locked up. That's a lie. That's a lie from the pits of hell. The devil is a lie. Because you could be a man without having to deal with all that. And going there don't make you a man. If anything, going to the prison system makes you a loser. And believe me, that's something that I fight even to this day. Self-esteem issues, dealing with that. With that. But nonetheless, in the interest of that, in the interest of being a true OG to my brothers and sisters, I owe it to y'all to tell y'all the truth. Because I guarantee you the media's not going to tell you this. Your favorite rappers ain't going to tell you about this. All these social media uh, people ain't going to tell you this either. But I'm going to tell it to you. Because I don't want you to go through it. I don't want you to have to deal with it. I'm letting you know this because I'm hoping and praying that somehow, some way, you will change whatever behaviors you're dealing with right now. Whatever things you're doing right now, if you're thinking about trying to run with a gang, you got homeboys in school telling you, man, join this gang. What such and such gang. Join this group. Join that group. We'll have your back. We got you down. We're going to be down with you. 
you know, you got to represent your neighborhoods. You got to represent your streets. You got to represent a color. You got to represent whatever. I'm down with you. Okay. You thinking about trying to, or if you considering trying to be in the gang, you trying to prove yourself. Go steal this car. Go jack this woman for a purse. Go break in somebody's house. Rape somebody. Rob somebody. Steal from somebody. Let me give you a little help and tell you why that's not such a good ass idea. Because contrary to what these rap songs tell you, contrary to what your favorite rappers be talking about, because 99% of them ain't talking about a doggone thing to begin with. They ain't talking about nothing. Because I guarantee you if they were, because I guarantee if they were talking about anything significant or anything that would be uplifting to us, it wouldn't be recorded. I promise you that. They stopped, they, they, they gave up the, the, the conscious stuff back in the 90s. That all went out the door with P.E. and X-Clan and all them groups. Conscious Daughters and all that stuff. Now the only thing you got on the radio now is a bunch of junk. Straight junk. Straight garbage. Right straight out of the waste management can. That's why I'm grateful that I don't even listen to the radio. I don't listen to mainstream radio. I hardly listen to mainstream radio unless somebody got it on their car. Because guarantee you ain't going to be in none of my vehicles. Because ain't nothing on there. All the rappers talking about the same thing. What girls they done slept with, who they shot, what guns they got, how much money they got, this jewel, how much jewels they got, uh, how many cars they driving around in, this slab and that slab, and I'm swinging on Fort on 84s and all this other stuff. Everybody talking the same damn thing. Everybody talking the same. Ain't nobody talking anything different. Ain't nobody talking about anything uplifting. Everybody, everybody slanging dope. Everybody a pimp. Everybody got three and four different girls they sleeping with with 20 different kids. Ain't taking care of none of them. Everybody on Molly. Everybody on Percocet. Everybody on Lean. Everybody smoking. Everybody drinking. They don't tell you about the bad things that could happen if you keep living that kind of life. They don't tell you about that. All they talk about is living it up in the club every Friday night, every Saturday night. Which girl they, they going to sleep with this week or the girls they haven't slept with yet. That's all they talk about. They don't talk about nothing uplifting or beneficial to you. And then they don't damn sure don't tell you about what happens. You get caught up in all that crap. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about, oh, I did three years for such and such a crime. Oh, the police hit me up with, with, with a key of this and a key of that. All they talk about is, oh, how many keys I floated. Okay. Let me tell you about what, what your favorite rappers aren't going to tell you. What your favorite uh, actors ain't going to tell you. Okay? I think I've said this before on previous posts, but I think it bears repeating. There is no happily ever after for a gangster. Okay? Ain't no pimps getting in their Cadillacs and riding off in the sunset. Okay? It ain't happening, Captain. I hate to be the bearer of bad news to you, but I'd rather tell you the truth than to lie to you. You got plenty of people who want to lie to you. Too many. Let me be a let me be a real one and give you the truth. There's only three ends to the street life. Only three. 
These are your choices. Prison, the hospital, or the graveyard. Those are your choices. You're going to get locked up. You're going to be in a hospital bed recovering, or they're going to bury you. That's it. All of them, everybody got pictures, everybody going to funerals every month. That's not a lifestyle you need to be glorifying. People dying every day, going to, the, going to prison. That's not a glorified lifestyle. You got maybe 2 or 3% of us uh, living it up and the rest of us dead and struggling. So, again, I owe it to you, to the younger generation, to let you know, hey, ain't nothing wrong with working a job. Okay, it don't make you less than a man. Working at McDonald's don't make you square. Okay? It ain't no it ain't it don't make you a punk to listen to your mama tell you you need to go to school, you need to go to church on Sunday or Saturday Saturday or Sunday. You need to be in the choir or something. I guarantee you ain't nothing wrong with that. Cause I can guarantee you ninety nine point nine percent of the people that are locked up in the pen church wish they'd listen to their mama. Wish they listened to their grandmama. Wish they listened to their uncle or their brother. And for those of y'all out there living that lifestyle and you ain't got caught up yet, you need to be praising God. And I guarantee you, I can give you one of the probably the main reasons why you ain't been caught. It's because God probably, number one, God got his hand on you. And another one is probably your grandmama, your auntie, or somebody out there praying for you. Praying that you get your life together. Praying that you put them guns down. Praying that you get get your life strength before it's too late. And it would behoove you to listen. It really would. It would, it would, it would make you a better person if you listen. Because here's what the end result of of going to the penitentiary is, okay? Let me just, I'm just going to just lay all the cards on the table for you. Because I guarantee you, your favorite rappers are not going to tell you this. All them social media sons of bitches aren't going to tell you this. Social, the uh, mainstream media is not going to tell you this. The record executives are not going to tell you this. I'm going to lay it out for you. Here's what happens if you get caught up, okay? What's going to happen, you're going to end up in a cell. You're going to end up in a, in, a, in a jail cell with a bunch of other hardheads that did the same damn thing. Now, if you're fortunate enough, you got some family members or you got enough money stashed away that ain't been froze up yet that you can make bail, then you're fortunate. But for everybody else, here's what's going to happen to you. You're going to end up in a cell. You're going to get a uniform. You're going to end up in a dorm with a bunch of other hard heads that are doing the same thing you did. So you sitting up there in a cell eating three square meals a day. And I guarantee it ain't none of them going to be tasting any good. Trust me. I done done nine years and I've tried everything they had in there. And unless I cooked it, it ain't tasting good. Okay. I had some bad. I had some good and I've had some worse and all of it's bad. Okay, now, by the, fortunately, then you're going to stand in front of a judge. Okay, 
They're going to read your charges, whatever that charge is. They're going to ask you what plea you do. Are you going to plead guilty? Are you going to plead innocent? Now, then they're going to ask you if you if you need an attorney. Can you afford an attorney? Again, nine times out of ten, most of y'all can't. If you can't afford a bed, you can't afford an attorney either. So guess what? The state going to appoint you a public pretender. Yeah, I said it right. A public pretender. It ain't a public defender, but a public pretender. He's going to try to see how long you can get held up until you either crash, until you either start singing, or until they figure they tired enough and they got enough of your time and let you go. And they're going to run you through the system over and over and over and over again till finally you crack and most of you will crack. You'll, you'll take a plea bargain even if you didn't do anything because you tired of sitting in there, in there with them hard heads. Now you got now you are now you got now you got something that you never wanted to be. And I'll talk about that shortly. Now you end up in the penitentiary. Now you stuck having to work and nine times out of ten, you're not gonna get paid for anything you do in the state system. Now in the federal system, I think you get paid. I don't know how true that is, but even if you did get paid, you, you ain't paying much. A dollar or two a day, maybe. But for the majority of us, you ain't getting paid a damn thing to work. But you're gonna have to work unless you play crazy or you got or you young enough where you can go to school and get you some sort of GED or whatever. You're gonna be working in their fields, in their laundry room, in that kitchen, or working with the warden or somebody. But you're gonna be working, putting in long hours. And you're gonna be doing that for however long your sentence is until they either decide to parole you. Or until you discharge your time. Now, when those two things happen, you get released, guess what? Now you got a new label on you. It's called convicted felon. Now, let me show you how hard it is to be a convicted felon in this country. Okay? When you get out of prison, you got three things you got to deal with. Now, if you on, if you discharge your time, it, it's a little bit, it's not much easier, but it's a little bit easier. But if you on parole or on probation or, or a combination of both, guess what happens? They want their money. They don't care how you get it either. They want their money. You got fees to pay. You got classes to pay for. You got eat electronic. If you on a monitor, you got to pay for all that. That's a separate line that has to be paid for out of pocket. When you walk out that door, you might walk out there with $50. That ain't going to pay for nothing. <laughs> Because guess what? Now you got to have a place to live. Okay? Then let's talk about that. Where you going to stay at? All right? You need a place to lay your head at night. Everybody needs that. Okay? You try to get an apartment, guess what? You ain't going to get no apartment with no felony. 95% of the apartment complexes are owned by corporations. And most of them, are, and not all of them, are not going to allow felons to stay in their in they apartment complexes. It don't matter what felony you got convicted of. You will not get an apartment in most cases. Unless you can get somebody to co-sign or whatever the case may be. But in most cases, you can't get no apartment. And don't think about staying over there with your mama or your grandmama. If they in a Section 8 apartment, you can kiss that idea goodbye. Guess what happens? Jake, if, if feds find out you staying there, guess what? Grandma going to get kicked out. Grandma can't afford to get kicked out, so guess what? You can't stay with grandmama. So now you got two options. Three. One, you either have to stay with a relative 
or a friend or somebody that will allow you to stay in their place to you end up in a shelter. Which, let me give you some heads up on that. Most shelters ain't going to let you stay there either. Especially if you're on parole or probation. A shelter ain't going to cut it. And if you're on a monitor, you sure can't stay in no shelter. Salvation Army ain't going to let you stay there. So now you guess what? You got to stay in a hotel. Because most of the time, that's the only place you can stay. Or you're going up on the street. Okay. So now let's now we worried about that. Let's talk about the next thing. You need some way to pay for all these fees. You need some way to pay for that place to stay you got. You got to have a job or something. So unless you got tons of money stashed away, you need a J-O-B. And almost every job going to ask the same damn question. It's on every application, whether it's a paper application or on an electronic one. It's going to be the same question. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? Now, how do I answer that question? Well, there's only two ways you can answer that question. You can tell the truth or you can tell a lie. Now, if you decide to be a man and tell the truth, then they'll usually want to do one of two things. They'll either tell you we don't hire convicted felons or they'll give you this stupid worn out excuse. Don't call us. We'll call you. We'll call you back if something comes up. Don't wait for the call because ain't no call coming. Because as soon as you walk out that door, they're going to throw your application in the trash. They ain't going to know who you are. But if you lie, let's just say you lie and you somehow get the job. Well, guess what? They got something called a background check. Almost everybody's doing them now because it's so easy to obtain. They do that background check. They run it and find out you got all these felonies on your record. Guess what? They can fire you and you have no recourse. So what kind of job can you get with a convicted felon? With, as a convicted felon. Well, let's see. You can't work in no hospital. Hospitals ain't going to hire you. You can't work in a school district either. Schools ain't going to hire you. You around children. Okay? You can't work for the state. You can't work for the government. So what job can you get with a convict, with, as a convicted felon? Well, ain't but a couple jobs you can get as a convicted felon. Construction. Provided that you can speak Spanish because the majority of the people that work construction are Hispanic. And that's no disrespect to my Spanish-speaking brother, but I'm just telling it like a T.I. is. Or you're going to work some some sorry, uh, no-future restaurant job, and they ain't getting no damn gum hours either. You might get 10 12 13 14 15 dollars now. You ain't getting no damn hours. You're getting maybe 10 hours a week. You can't pay for no place when when the apartments cost a thousand dollars, hotel costs twelve hundred dollars. You can't, you ain't gonna survive on ten dollars an hour. And then if you got parole fees and you got this, that, and the other, you gotta pay all that stuff. There are other things you got to deal with. Like I said, if you on electronic monitor, you on a time schedule. You only gonna be able to be out certain hours, which means you can't drive a truck, you can't hot shot, you can't do other things that you could do. You probably you can't work for Uber or any of them other apps because you got the, uh, that's you. They gonna do background checks, so you can't work if you got a felony. You can't drive for Lyft, you can't drive none of that. You can't do Uber Eats none of that stuff with a felony. Okay. And most of the people, with all the stresses that come with being out 
as a convicted felon, most of the people are going to do one of two things. You either going to try to find, going to get you some, 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 some thick skin and some hard nuts and just deal with it. But the majority of people going to punk out and they're just like the hell with it. Because at least in the penitentiary, I had three meals a day. I had a, a place to lay my head. I had clothes on my back. I can get medical care. I didn't have to worry about all this stuff. And the major reason why most people go through, go back to the prison system, because it's easier, because they can't handle the pressure. Because being a convicted felon is pressure. This is what you deal with when you go to the prison system. This is what your favorite rappers are not telling you about. This is not what this is what they're not talking about on their songs. But I owe it to you as a public service announcement in the hopes and benefit that somehow, some way, you'll get your life together. And for most, for the majority of you that's listening to this, you've been one step away from that if you ain't been caught up yet I let this be your warning get out of that lifestyle get out of that game get off them drugs you know quit the pimping lifestyle it ain't no future in it get you if you got alcohol drug problems get you some help there's plenty of places you can go to get help, to get cleaned up and get sobered up, okay? If you have mental issues, you've got problems with anger, there's, there's places you can go, there's counselors you can talk to that can help you with that stuff, you know? You know, I know some, and trust me, there are a lot of y'all don't like working for no minimum wage. You think working for no wage is any better? Okay. I said all that to say this, and I'm going to close with this. What you just heard earlier was just a foretaste of what's in that prison system. There's way much more that I don't have the time or the space to give you and energy to tell you. But there's some scary things going on in the prison system. There are so many ways that you could end up a statistic in there. And it's not a place you want to be. There's no like the late legendary Pimp C said, who did time, by the way, he said it himself. Jail and prison ain't no place for a man or a woman or anybody. Let this be your PSA. If you live in that life, if you in that gang banging lifestyle, if you in that selling that dope, if you in it using it, whatever the case may be, learn from my choices, from my bad decisions. Let my, let my experience serve as a helper to you so you don't have to go through it. Because I promise you, the street life, there ain't but two ends to the street life. The prison system or the graveyard. Look at what Young Thug's going through right now. Look at what Tory Lanez is going through right now. Look at what all these other rappers have went through. I can name rappers that have been in the system and continue to go. Mystical. Look at look at Mystical. Mystical facing a life sentence. Boosie been in the system. We Weezy been in the system. Zero. I can name rappers, favorite rappers, popular rappers with good music. 
Don't let what they did be happening to you. Because at the end of the day, when you stand in front of that judge, he got your, he or she got they, your life or your death in the palm of their hands. It don't matter how many records you sold. It don't matter how popular you was on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. It don't matter how many followers you got. It don't matter how many your video views you got. In their eyes, you're just another convict. You're just another black person. I'm not going to say no other word. Let's get it together. 2023 is coming up. It's time to get our lives together. And let's quit playing the stereotypes. And let's quit playing the game. And let's get our lives straight. In Jesus name. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And of course on my website. Whoisrugrat.net My YouTube channel is coming up. I'm working on it for 2023. But anyway y'all be blessed. Y'all have a good one. Big Mel. Who is Rugrat? I'm out.